DJ and PK, it's 97.5 at 1280 The Zone. Just talked with Joe Ingles. Before that, Craig Bullerjack. We've had jazz fans weighing in all morning. I got a little queasy, not for myself, but for what I thought jazz fans might respond when you asked Joe about the morning. And, oh, it's fine. I played with my kid. And, like, uh, in a sense... The loss didn't really matter that much. I'm still doing what I do. I don't think he believes that. I think that what he tries to do is have balance in his life. I think that's what he's getting at. And he's been consistent because when they've been winning 19 out of 20, he's not coming in here, we're the greatest, and blah, blah, blah. So I appreciate Joe's consistency that he has every day. But I wonder how fans would react. I think having been around him enough, I think I get it. And I get his personality, and I think when you know he's going to have breakfast with his wife this morning, and he doesn't get to do that very much during the uh, the season, and so that's a little bit of a treat for him. I appreciate that and understand that completely, especially now as you get older, you certainly appreciate it uh, even more so. Uh, the little things, the little things add up, and when he gets to the facility, then it's all ball. I don't think you can. Uh I don't think you can let this own you 24 hours a day. You know, it sucks that they've lost five in a row, and, and you could hear it in the post game last night that it sucked, but they were still at work. And I think you have to compartmentalize. I don't know what good it does to be really angry about the losing streak or to be obsessing about it. At, at 9 uh, o'clock in the morning. At no. 9 o'clock in the morning, because no. I just I don't think you can fix it then. But when you get to practice and you get to the games... You're compartmentalizing means story. then you've got to set and aside all the family stuff. And I think Joe does that stuff. well. Right. You certainly have no problem when he does that when they're winning 19 in a row, or 19 out of 20, you know what I'm saying. I do. So they you can't really criticize him then when he's taking the same approach when things aren't going well. I, I also think it's... Uh, I don't know if easier is the right word, but I'll go with it. I think it's just easier for Joe, and I would have more faith in the guys who are married with kids compartmentalizing because the kids kind of demand that of you. They don't, you know, had uh, uh, how old your kids are, you know, two, four, six, whatever. They're, I don't know how hung up they are in win streaks and losing streaks. So whatever's important to them, they can kind of take over the house. It's more uh, the single guys, and especially when it's going bad, how down on sell- themselves the they get. single guys? How yeah. about all the single ladies? Uh, <laughs> you put the sing in single. Sing it! Well, I was thinking, you know, more. I don't really know that tune. <laughs> Hold on, what? <laughs> you don't know that tune? No, 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 no. That is no. a big time hit where, right now. Where was I going? You were going with Beyonce. I, was, I went Lizzo. Beyonce's old news. No. No, Beyonce's still. I know, she's still Bay. She's still Queen B. <laughs> Queen yeah. B. So, I mean, nothing against this other one that you went with. That's fine. But I went with like a superstar. I still wonder about the whole, you know, the streak drags out because at least a portion of it is mental and guys just thinking about it. And I mean, that, oh, yeah, that stuff's yeah. draining. If you got to, you got to get away from it at some point because. I think we can already say it's gone on longer than it should have. They should have been able to beat Denver and snap that streak. Yes. But if you just if you obsess about it for 48 hours, how much energy are you going to have when you come out and play Portland? I mean, it's important to be on from – is that a late game? I was going to say you know, 10 minutes after 7. It's, but an, it's, it's an ESPN It's an ESPN 8.30 game, so it's yeah. not the traditional 10 after 7. But you get the point. It's important to be on. There's 48 minutes when you win the game. you got to win it then. Yeah, it's going to end tomorrow. Because you're going to wear the lucky, uh, the lucky hoodie. Yes. All right. Because if they don't 
win tomorrow with my lucky hoodie, right? Then Saturday, all I'm going to wear all day is the lucky hoodie. Uh oh. You're clear of a religious neighborhood in Sandy. Cold or no cold, it really doesn't matter. Is it break time, Yak? Taking an ugly turn of events what? here. He's Just laughing. He's <laughs> laughing. See, he laughed. Just when Jazz fan thinks he it laughed. can't get any worse, he laughed. A mental image of PK. PK wearing nothing but a no. strolling no. through the neighborhood. Why? Because no, I didn't get to go outside. <laughs> <laughs> That's because you guys don't have the fate that I have. That's a good point. Come on. I want each of you to I'm, make a bold proclamation. If they don't win, you will. Now, I just said. Now, Jazz fans, get on our app. Get on our Twitter. If they don't win Friday, my, you will Saturday. Fast. For 30 minutes. <laughs> 30 minutes? I was actually going to go that same vein. But. Come on. Come on. You I will. saw you brighten up when I said fast. I saw you. You Ooh, will. Really? I'm going to wear my lucky hoodie tomorrow, and they haven't lost when I wore that. So I'm going to wear it for sure tomorrow. In a bizarre way, I'm encouraged by that. I don't know and why. It doesn't make any sense. If they don't win tomorrow night, which I think they will, and I don't think Lillard is going to torch him two games in a row, even though he gets excited to play here because he played his college ball up the road. That's all I'm wearing Friday is the hoodie. Yak, you will. No, DJ, you will. I'm breaking my New Year's resolution to not drink fully loaded Coke or Coke products. Okay. Okay. We got you. What's it going to be? So, wait a minute. So, if they lose, you get to have a Uh Coke? Yeah. Well, that's not much of a sacrifice. But but he wants to be more more, uh, healthier lifestyle. So, it is. Yes. I get what you're saying. But it's also. It's also a problem for him, so that's he says. So we don't we don't yeah. want that. Okay, we want like him to keep this gonna, going. I'm going to stand outdoors and eat ice cream because it's cold <laughs> and that's cold. Yeah, but you food. haven't stopped doing that. <laughs> yeah, I have. I've not eaten any ice cream outdoors for weeks, months. Because it's winter, dork. Right. That, but that's not. A, 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 so I would have to. That's be cold not a tomorrow. vow for healthy lifestyle. No. That's just it's the cold has forced you. No one's eating ice cream outside. DJ PK, it's he 97 still won't five, do it. twelve eight the zone. Maron. And now attention top of the wire on 97-5-1280 the zone and the zone sports network. Jazz lose their fifth in a row, 98-95 to the Denver Nuggets. Nikola Jogic, man, the Joker with a triple-double. What a game. 31 points, 21 rebounds, and 10 assists while playing 40 minutes. Jazz are off today. They play the Blazers tomorrow night, 8.30 on ESPN. Elsewhere in the NBA, Toronto now has a franchise record 12-game win streak after beating the Pacers 119-118. Clippers dominate the Heat 128-111. Miami trading with Memphis to acquire Andre Godala, and the Heat give him a two-year contract extension for $30 million. Former Jazz man Alec Burks traded by the Warriors to the Philadelphia 76ers. TNT doubleheader tonight, Sixers and Bucks early, Rockets and Lakers late. That's the 8.30 game on TNT. College basketball, the Aggies beat UNLD 69-54. Tonight, Utah hosts Stanford at the Huntsman Center, 8 o'clock on the Pac-12 Networks. BYU on the road to Portland, 8 o'clock on KJAZZ 14. Top of the Wire is brought to you by Minky Couture. What are you giving your Valentine? Make it a special personal gift from Minky Couture. Learn more at MinkyCouture.com. Big Show Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Are you ready? You guys ready?
The kind of car you drive has nothing to do with vanity. Maybe if you buy something that screams, hey, look at me. Like your last several vehicles. No, no. These are driving cars. I have a nice car. It's about the driving experience. It's not about trying to impress anybody because nobody cares anyway. Car people care. They look and they say, hey, that's a nice ride. Uh Nice whip. Whip? Really? (laughs) When was the last time anybody said that to you? Not that long ago. Vin Diesel was there and Gordon was getting ready to race for peace. (laughs) Turn this up. Catch the Big Show. Presented by Mountain America Credit Union. Afternoons from 3 to 7 on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Every single touchdown, every single point we score at Arrowhead is going to end with the anthem. And y'all got to help me say it right here one last time for 2019-2020 World Champions. You got to fight for your right to party! Believe it! I love y'all! Travis Kelsey there, a million people turning out to see the Chiefs in the parade and celebrate the first Super Bowl title in 50 years. They had their party in Kansas City. So you've got to fight for your right to party, is that it? Which is very funny. Because, uh... Read that Bartum text. Let's go! you got to fight for your right to party. All caps, exclamation points. And that was sent to me. By Travis Kelsey. No. <laughs> right before he walked to the microphone. A coach in this town. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We've talked a lot of jazz. We talked a little bit of college basketball earlier. Any chance the Aggies getting a large bid? Too much yes. work to do. If they win every game except losing to San Diego State in the tournament, yes. that gets them in? And some of it has to do with what what the Pac-12 is available for, and then do they give do three? The wheels they, come off some other they teams. They give the three to yeah. the West Coast. Uh, the other conferences in the West, I don't think uh, traditionally they just get one. The Big West, uh, Big Sky. Yep. So whack. I don't think it's out of and whack. I don't think it's out of the the realm of possibility. Uh, but I mean, gosh, they having to go Kawhi Leonard's retirement jersey on a Saturday night. <laughs> <laughs> that seems a little unfair. Yes. A little extra motion in the building. Yeah. How but about on the a other, Tuesday or something? But on the other hand, they're going to get dinged for that loss at Air Force, and Air Force is sitting there with three I, I know, conference wins, and that's just a bad loss. It absolutely it was. Uh, I watched that game, and it was just shocking. They fell apart at the end of the first half, and it continued right in the second half. They lost at UNLV, too, and they were tied with UNLV midway through the second half, and Sam Merrill hit a couple big shots, and they closed the game on a 21-6 run. So it went from, although the yeah I got you go ahead. It went from a really tight game to a very comfortable win. But very see, quickly. I think they could explain those earlier losses. I thought in last night and flicking over and watching that game after the Jazz game, to me Sam Merrill does what he does, particularly at home. The difference was Kada. Kada's he healthy now. He looked like he yep. had looked last year. He looked better. He had a little baseline left-handed hook that looks so smooth. Yeah. And I think, you know, okay, if this kid can do that. So my point that I'm making is when they played Vegas, Kata didn't play. I don't remember about the Air Force game, but I know specifically even when he said it. Even when he started playing, yeah. it looked tentative. Right. And so now I, he looks confident. He's got more explosiveness when he goes up to So dunk. if they win out and then go down, we still have a month before we get to Vegas. And if they win all but the San Diego State game in the final, and it's a close game, 
you could say, well, yeah, but they're a tournament team, man, because when they had their big guy, and that's what we were thinking of when we ranked them in the preseason, that they were supposed to have him and all that stuff, and then maybe they allow for that, which I wouldn't have a problem allowing for that. They're, uh, they lost to Boise State at Boise State, and Saturday they've got Boise State at home, CBS Sports Network, 8 o'clock. You can't, so that would be a nice win. The committee can't go... Oh, well, uh, you know, the fourth player, he was out. You can get a little silly with that. But your NBA prospect, he was out? I think that that's reasonable. All right. Well, they got a couple of uh, a couple of big games coming up. The teams are right in front of them. Boise State and CSU are tied for second. And Utah State's a game behind them, and those are their next two games. So we'll see what they do with uh, Boise State at home, and then they got to go over to CSU. The Utes are hosting Stanford at the Huntsman Center tonight, 8 o'clock on the Pac-12 Networks. BYU on the road at Portland, 8 o'clock on KJS oh, 14. stinks that they're both at 8 o'clock. <laughs> Offset them a little bit here. Help us out, people. Oh, yeah, exactly. I would much rather have uh, one at 6 and one at 8. But we'll have to make do. Yes, we will. Stanford is having a uh, having a nice year, 16-5 and five overall. Though 5-3 and three in conference, as you have pointed uh, out, the conference is wide open. Kind yeah, of, but five and three in conference is still pretty good. I mean, what's uh, old Haas, the coach there? He's the runaway coach of the year so far at the halfway point of the conference season. I don't think there's any other guy who deserves consideration. Right. And we've been talking jazz today. The Utah Jazz lost their fifth in a row. Give them credit. They lost it in a different fashion. The defense had been really bad in the first four. I thought they defended fine. The, uh, they, they allowed too many offensive rebounds, and they turned the ball over too many times. Ten in the second half, as Joe told us, seven of them in the closing seven minutes when the Jazz really just had everything get away well, from them. Well, their offense went stagnant. Yeah. That's why, and I'm, not, and I'm just second-guessing here. I get it. Uh, so, Quinn Snyder knows a million more things about it than I'll ever know. But I was wondering on that last possession why they couldn't put in Clarkson. If I'm alone and I look over there and they break the huddle and Clarkson isn't in there. You're a little relieved, aren't you? Yeah. Feeling a little better. Yeah. Don't have to defend that guy. Right. Yeah. Having said that, though, they got a good shot. They did? Thanks to a big no-call. Hmm. <laughs> I know, but when it goes the other way, it's a big deal. Not for me, but I get your point. Yeah, because Conley got away a little forearm. That was a veteran move, creating space. It was a foul. <laughs> but they didn't call it. They're not going to call that. And then the home. shot hits the rim it's a couple times and goes out. It was a good shot. I'd want them to take it every time. In fact, if they could draw up that play and get that shot in a game-winning, winners-lose situation, I would take that every time because I believe he makes it 50% of the time. And maybe that's not good enough, maybe. But you're not going to be in that situation. You know, and they say, oh, then you got a 500 record, but you're not going to have 41 of your games are going to literally, or all 82 games are going to come down to a last shot. So I think Conley is looking better and fitting in better, and I get that there aren't any, there's no final score that says, hey, that's working. Yeah, but are you seeing that or no? I am individually, but what cost to the team? Because. There's no question that Gobert's offensive production was better with Joe having the ball in his hands more. And Joe's offense production has been, at least scoring, has been almost non-existent. 
And our offensive production to be great if they just hadn't turned the ball over seven times down the stretch. Well, I, you, everything was going. You have to think they would have scored two or three times. I don't know yeah. if they would have scored six or seven. But and then the turnovers too can also not only do you not get two or three, but, but they, they get easy points up, going the other way, depending on what the turnover is. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Well, they did when Donovan went around I that know. pick and had it picked from behind there. He did on that one. Yeah. He he fouled a guy and they hit free throws. Yeah, I know. Just the one that Joe got the charge. You know, they had to set it up out of bounds. And then if they score setting up out of bounds, well, so be it. But it's at least it's not an easy uh, yeah. giveaway, throwaway two points. Not yeah. losing the ball in the back. The turnovers court. and the offensive stagnation and lack of production at the end of the game were mind-boggling. I don't know what's going on. I, I, it's something that if you would have told me that they would lose that game against Houston with all their guys out, lose the game to Denver with only seven guys back-to-back, I would have said no way. But nevertheless, this is where they find themselves, and the talent is there to dig yourself out of it. The talent is there to achieve your goals. At least goals that I had for them. I was about to say, whose goals? Well, I only care about mine. Okay. They still have, and this will shock people, they still have the best record through 50 games that they've had in the Quinn Snyder era. Yeah, but how much of that is schedule-driven? That means nothing to me. If they end up with the best record in the Quinn Snyder era, will that mean something to you? Or even then, you'll just be like, on to the playoffs, so what? Well, not completely. I don't think you can throw away the regular season completely since we viewed this particularly as a two-year process with Conley being under the contract for two years. So if they end up with the best record, but if they get smoked for nothing in the first round, then no, it doesn't mean nearly as much. But if they lose a competitive round, maybe first, certainly second, then yeah. They've got something to build on. They've got momentum going into next season. Because next year, at some point, LeBron's got to slow down. He'll be 36 years old. Got 36-year-old guys are not tearing up the league in the NBA. Maybe in some other sports, golf and baseball, which stand around a little bit more in those sports. And then we've seen quarterbacks, obviously, in football do their thing. But in basketball, we just haven't seen that many 36-year-old guys continue to be the beast that LeBron is. And so... You know, maybe so. Maybe it opens the door a little bit. So there's all sorts of equations that need to come to pass before I finally uh, am done with an, a complete and total review of the season and can really put a bow on it. We've got so much more to go. Now, up next, it's Portland at home. They're and, beating Portland. And a back-to-back in Texas Sunday and Monday. If they're not beating, if they don't beat Portland. Yak and I are drinking a six-pack of Coke. <laughs> I hate Coke. <laughs> you hate Coke? Yeah. Okay, what do you want? Six-pack of whatever. Mountain Dew? Dr. Dude? Pepper. Dr. Pepper. Okay, I hate Dr. I've got Pepper. In- I hate Dr. Pepper. Really? You drink the Dr. Pepper, I'll drink the six-pack of Coke. Okay. All that carbonation, that can't be good for no, us, but whatever. No, it's not good at all. Yeah, well, okay. We'll but torture we ourselves. We'll torture ourselves. We're paying the price. Exactly. They got to win tomorrow. They got to, man. I think Dame has finally cooled off a little bit here. Yeah, I mean, it's, see, he was like, it's like Tiger okay, Woods. That, Nobody that's great, but that more level. importantly, are the Jazz about to play better? Yes. I yes. kind of agree with what you said earlier. They played better defense last night. Why wouldn't they be about to play better? Because they're in some kind of mental funk, and they're not out of it yet. All right, but if you look at the progression of the games, they're getting better within the five games. Yes, which may be a silver lining in an extremely dark cloud. I get it. Uh, but but that's probably how they'll get out of it at some point, whatever it, that point is. 
Yeah, I don't know that all of a sudden they're just going to, all right, wow, now we're awesome again. It just It's not a flippage of the switchage. A what? No, not at all. Think about it. It makes complete and total sense. Most of the stuff, if not all the stuff that I say, makes complete and total sense. And if you don't agree with me, you're an idiot. And that's just the truth. Dustin says our D is putrid and Mitchell is a train wreck right now. Well, the D was putrid. I think he's getting better. Yeah, I think sometimes guys hit shots. Is Donovan a little inside his own head right now? That's fine. Yeah. If he is, so be it. He's not a perfect player. He'll, if that's the issue, I'd take it right now because he'll get out of it. You know, we saw him yesterday. We went over to shoot around. He must have shot close to 45 minutes after practice was done, and we just waited for him. And then he was shooting last night. So if, it, if it's a mental thing, and the mental thing is, uh, revolves around Donovan Mitchell, then I feel better about it because that'll change. This guy's a player, and right now it's not happening for him. But it's a week, 10-day, two-week slump. He'll get out of it. I, it. He can go for 35 tomorrow on 16 of 22 or whatever that would add up but to When me. I look at it, he's had three bad games out of six, and two, two of them have been against Denver. So I'm thinking that has a little more to do with Denver and Craig who's defended him really well than it is with Donovan being in some horrible six-game stretch. Because three of those games, the numbers, they, they look pretty much like what Donovan usually does. Three of them look bad. Well, three out of four since the All-Star game, our All-Star birth. And two Denver games in there. So I don't know if that's All-Star game or if that's more... Tory Craig defends him well, and Donovan's a little inside his head, second guess himself well, a little I bit. I think that was probably like most things. It's a combination of thereof. But if that's the issue, then I feel great about the Jazz. Because Mitchell will be fine. He's had crappy games over the years. And, and I say over the years, he's not a grizzled all, veteran. All two and here. a half of them. Yeah. Two years and 50 games. Yeah. All right, DJ and PK, there you go. That's the stuff we have been talking about today. If you've missed it, you can hear it online. Go to 1280thezone.com or wherever you get podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, iTunes, on down the list. You can hear the whole show, including Joe Ingles, who checked in with us earlier today. When we come back, your feedback. DJ and PK brought you in part by Larry H. Miller, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, Ram, and Sandy. Find your deals online at lhmdeals.com. And it's all over almost here. Don't go nowhere. This, this, this is Hans Olsen and Scotty G. It's what you want. Play-by-play voice of the Utah Jazz, David Locke. On a ski slope at a grocery store at a gas station, somebody's going to come up to you and say, what's going on with the Jazz? So let me ask you this, David. What's going on with the Jazz? So right now, we're not very good defensively. But I actually think in a lot of ways, this takes us right back to the very start of the season. When the season started, my opinion of the Jazz from my numbers analysis was that they would have one of the number one, two, or three offenses in the NBA. And the question was whether or not they could be elite defensively still. If they were going to be middle of the pack defensively, they'd be really, really good. If they were elite defensively, they'd be great. Western Conference finalist, NBA finalist, caliber team. Catch Hans and Scotty every day from noon to three.
presented by your Rocky Mountain Chevy dealers on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. DJ and PK. All right, PK. The feedback this morning has just been piling up here while we've been talking to Bowler and Joe. And there's two themes. Someone's got to be to blame for a five-game losing streak. Let's see if you can guess which two people are getting singled out. On the Jazz? Yeah. Uh, as far as players? Well, Conley's one. Conley's one. I mean, he's a whipping boy for some reason. Because he makes $32 million. People are rounding that up to $35 million. He doesn't make 35 and I guess 32 is different. I yeah, that. you've got multiple people tweeting, you got a 33-year-old making $35 million. Okay, well, he's making $32.5 million, which... I guess it's just a rounding error. So well, in that second job, he makes a couple. Of <laughs> second job, he's making two and a half million as a barista. <laughs> uh, another individual player uh, right now, I guess, it would be Mitchell. It's not a player. It's Quinn Snyder. Oh, that's why I asked. Was it a player? Yeah, I gave you no answer on that. It's Quinn uh, Doe at Ivos Forty Two. Come on, Doe, put your name on it. Time to call out Quinn Snyder as well. I know you're all afraid to call him out because David Locke will kill you for it, but come on. Isn't he supposed to be this awesome coach? Yes, he is supposed to be the awesome coach. So does he get all praise for 19 of 21 or all the criticism for five, or do we wait for 82? I thought he should have had Clarkson in as an option, maybe even earlier than the end of the possession because their offense was not only was it wasn't scoring, it was turning the ball over. And so you you just – Take a 24-second violation and you'd be better off than a turnover. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I can sign off on putting him in for the final, you know, three, four, five minutes, whatever you want. But I can sign off on when you got a timeout and you got one possession. Well, that's what I was saying specifically. In. Right. Yeah. And that, I can, I can see the merit of that argument. Messing with the rotation. You know, I think at the five-minute mark, do you know you're about to turn it over four or five more times? Obviously, no. So I have a hard time. That That seems like that's... But no. your offense was stalling. And when you have one and possession. And Mitchell clearly yeah. wasn't on that night. Right. And I don't think you can ask Joe to do anything as far as scoring if he's going to get two shots. But at the end of the day, you got a good shot. It just didn't go in. That's why I'm saying yeah. maybe earlier. In this case, the end of the yeah. game, you got a good shot. I, the, the last I have no problem with that shot. Uh, and then there's the Conley, and there's a lot of different ones here, but we'll go with Clayton. Uh, Clayton, way to put your name on it. Clayton Winslow. So would you rather have their name on it or a ring on it? Name. Okay. All I heard for a year was that Conley would elevate this team to a contender. My response was always, you're trusting a 33-year-old making 35 mil who hasn't been that good. He's been, he was pretty good last night, though. Yeah. And he's been pretty good before they acquired him. He well, hasn't had I this mean, much talent around. You gotta let him fail him. a little bit too. Uh, you gotta you gotta put him out there. You just can't sit him there. And you, you, because of the very reason you just heard all this whole year, because there was talking about trading him last year. I think that's what he's getting at. Yeah. And so yeah, so he's doing all this stuff for Memphis, and because he did all this stuff for Memphis, you got to give him the opportunity to do all this stuff for the Jazz. You just gotta sit him over there and say, oh well, forget it. We're done. <laughs> There's no point in that. Seems a little short sighted. Jay Crowder being traded from Memphis to Miami as part of the Eagle Dollar Oh, he's in that. The details are coming out. Yeah. Jay gets the upgrade from eighth place to is Miami second or third. It was pretty tight there for a while. Right in the middle of it in the East, in any case. Oh, they slipped to fourth now. Still, that's an upgrade from Memphis. 
And you traded Memphis for Miami in February. That's got to be a win. Uh, yeah, but I, I think that's overrated for players. Because they'll be gone half the time on the well, road they're, anyway. They're working, yeah. yeah. All right, anything else? You got uh, anybody tweeting at you? That was kind of the gist of the Jazz tweets here. Anything else that anybody's tweeting at me? Yes. Yeah, why is PK a jackass? <laughs> His contemptuous know-it-all act is tiresome. See, there was a That's big dose of know-it-all today, and you sat it out. And yet you get that anyway. Well, I am a know-it-all. Why? Because I know it all. No, you don't. <laughs> but Rick, how Rick, people perceive me. And how you are. <laughs> I I know. Instead of this tortured soul who just mm. hopes he has a job tomorrow, <laughs> they think I'm a contemptuous know-it-all. Well, you do kind of project that at times. But today, when Rick went off, well, I just you I didn't know wait my in, role. You didn't wait into because the swamp. You know basketball. You played, man. Into you laced it up. Swamp. I just I All sat right. back and All watched. All right, Rick, the dishwasher. That was the be- that was one of the best segments we've ever had. Two guys who know the game just really going at it. That was. Awesome. I'm not going to interlude in that. So you're not the only one. Uh, David Woodbury tweeting at us, call me when it's over. In the meantime, I'll be cleaning the toilet seat with my tongue because I prefer that that to watching them play this way. Mm. You had to read that? Yeah, absolutely. That's jazz fan. That's your point about the Costa Nostra. They can't get out. And it tortures him. Come on, man. That one's over the line. That is over the line. That mental image sucks. That's disgust me. I feel queasy right now and lightheaded. I may faint. Stick around, Tony and Austin. That sucks. Don't take that back. DJ PK, it's 97.5 at 1280 The Zone.